As a homeowner, I can't help myself. I'm always thinking about fixing this and changing that. For the money, for the beauty, for the knowledge and the peace of mind. It's about time for the Love My Renovation Project with Mike Young. Uh, 
and we were very happy to, to be able to do that for them. And frankly, on the lender side, they didn't know. They, they didn't really understand the full breadth of the problem. And once they did learn it, they were happy to fix it. So, you know, I can't condemn the lender in, in these cases uh, either because it just it just needed to be brought to light. We just need to bring the programs or the problems, rather, to light so these uh, lenders have a chance to do something about it. They're out. Their reputation's on the line, so they don't want to mess up. You know, they're looking to help you in any way they can, but sometimes you're not talking to the right level. You're talking to the draw administrator instead of their supervisor or somebody higher yet. If you've got a topic that you'd like us to discuss on our radio, just call in. If you know, you can call at 888-627-6008. Toll free and be part of the show. It doesn't cost you anything to chit-chat. Uh, it makes our show more interesting, frankly, so people don't have to listen to me the whole time. Uh, I love giving the seminars, uh, investor seminars is what I used to call them. We also call it, um, what do we call it, son? Oh, we called it uh, the American Dream Machine. The American Dream Machine. That was uh, what we went over last week. But it's it's a seminar. It takes about 40 minutes to walk through it. And then it's plus the questions and answers that may come. And what made that seminar, we gave it every week. And what makes it different, what makes it compelling is the questions from the floor are quite often different. And I guarantee you, if you have a question that you've been afraid to ask, there's probably 200 or 300 people out in the audience that would like to ask the same question and, like you, are reluctant to call in. But you're not giving your name. All I want is your first name. Just call in and say, hi, this is Bill or Mary or whatever it might be, and ask your question. See if we can't shed some light on your issues. So why – let's get into the show now, but – why would I use an FHA 203K over a construction loan? Why would I use any renovation loan over a construction loan? Well, that the easy and simple answer is it's less expensive. You get a 30-year permanent fixed rate, a low interest loan, and you don't have to pay it off as you would a construction loan. It, it can sit there with you or you can refinance out of it. But quite often, a construction loan, and I bought and sold hundreds and hundreds of houses and multi-unit buildings. At one point, we had 300 rental units. Uh, and me and my good friend who recently passed, Fred Gall, Fred was a fantastic individual. The two of us would get together in the morning, and he'd take the work orders from one direction, and I'd take them in the other direction. We usually met for lunch, and then uh, we'd go back in our directions with the new work orders, anything else that had come in during the day. But it's it's a full-time job when you have that many rentals, trust me. And we ran them all ourselves. We didn't hire rental companies to do it for us. So. Anyway, you can you can try a lot of things, but... As you're doing a construction loan, quite often you're paying points. Uh, quite often with a renovation loan, your points are 2% or less, two points or less. Sometimes HUD gives them 
points back if they don't charge points to give something back on the backside. Um, ooh, what is this word I just bought in here? Uh, limited. Okay. You don't need to refinance to get out of a high interest rate loan if you're using one of these renovation loans, even this limited 203K. Um, they've got low down payment already. The buyer can't come up with it, and um, they may need to rent it. You know, there's all kinds of programs out there. FHA has a program that allows a client, a home buyer, some time to build up his down payment by paying more than the market rate for rents. The overage goes towards his down payment. In a year, he probably has enough to make the down payment, and you can uh, you can get into that house. But let's look at purchasing a home with cash and then getting a construction loan. You have the money. You're able to buy the house. You're a so-called investor. And you wanted that picture so that you could maybe build some equity into that home right away. Well, a construction loan is typically six to nine months, maybe a year, and it's higher interest. It's it's in the nine to twelve percent interest rate, depending on your credit. You got great credit, it's gonna be nine percent. But that loan that's thirty year fixed from FHA or uh, VA or that is going to be at about four to four and a half percent. Half of the interest rate, and the points are going to be on uh, a construction loan. It could be five, six points involved. It could be ten points. It just depends on whatever they think the market is. The lender is going to loan you that money. They're going to charge you some upfront money for their trouble, in addition to getting a high interest. So you may want to really consider a uh, homestyle loan, which is great for investors. I laugh because I go to these investor club meetings and I see people buying houses, paying all cash, and then paying all cash to fix them up. They are not investors, in my opinion. You know, they're buying houses and flipping them. Yes, uh, they think they're investors, but there's nothing at risk. An investor risks. Okay, an investor has risks. They build it into the program. So... A, that same investor who buys and pays cash, let's say he pays cash 250000 and then he's got another 100000 uh, in repairs. Maybe the house is worth six or 700000 maybe a million dollars after he's finished. But is that really an investor? He could be doing four of those at once and letting working with other people's money, OPM, as we used to call it. OPM, other people's money, uh, by utilizing his good credit and his cash in the bank, wisely, he could do four of these at a time instead of one. And instead of one every six months, he could be doing uh, eight a year, maybe 10 or 12, once he gets the hang of this thing. When you're an investor, you do not want what's called carrying costs. Once, if you're flipping that house, you want to get rid of that house as soon as possible after the work is done. 
so we had a program when we were doing that that we were marketing the house from day one. The minute we purchased the house, we'd have an artist come out, and we'd give the artist, a, he'd take a front picture of the house, and then we'd ex explain the changes we wanted to make to that house. Maybe a, maybe a front porch, maybe some uh, decorative things on the front porch, some filigree. But whatever we wanted, maybe some trees, maybe we planted a big tree in the front yard there. There wasn't one. And that artist would draw the front of that house with those changes in it. And that sketch is what we put on the MLS when we listed it. And yes, we listed it. You know, I go to these uh, investor club meetings, and quite often the investor club is trying to, they buy a house, they flip it, and they're trying to sell it to other investors. Okay, that might work for a while, but why not let realtors do what they do best? Mark it up 6% and list it on the MLS. Let the realtors get a piece of the action, and they will mysteriously find more houses for you to purchase. Isn't that cool? So as they find new houses for you so that they can get them at the end, that's all well and good. We used to have several uh, realtors that brought us properties regularly. I know one night uh, this one lady came in. She had never been to one of my seminars before, and Virginia walked in at 8.20. When we started the seminar, we started at uh, 7 o'clock, and usually around uh, 8 o'clock or 8.10, the properties, we would be asking if anybody had any properties for sale. And I remember the first one, as if it was yesterday, that Virginia brought in, it was two houses on one lot. One house was being rented out currently at $450. The other house had beetle damage and needed to be removed from its foundation and a new house built. Okay, when I asked her, well, how, what are you offering that for? She said $35,000. I said, you gotta be kidding. I'm gonna get one house and a foundation effectively for $35,000, the land is worth more than that. She said, that's that's what we've been instructed to sell it for. So I, I told her right there in front of my group, I said, I will buy that house, or that duplex, I'll buy that today if no one else here wants it. So if you don't have a taker that signs a contract with you tonight, I will. And then I got a hand come up in the audience, that la and I laughed, this is, they said, "You're gonna. You're, are we competing with you on every deal that comes in through here?" I said, "Let me repeat myself. If you don't buy it tonight, I will buy it. That is that competing with you? No, but it is getting you off the dime. If you want it, buy it. If you don't want it, stop crying. Uh, but anyway." As well as anything, we're up on our first break. So call us at 888-627-6008 and be part of the show. We'll be right back after this short break, so stay tuned. We found the perfect house, but there's been no updating it for many years. 
then we heard about the FHA 203K, where we can buy that home and get the money to fix it up all in one low interest rate loan. What a great idea. Hey, welcome back. That wasn't too bad. Uh, call us at 888-627-6008, toll free, and be part of the show. We love to hear from you. So, getting back to where we were, uh, Virginia sold those that night to a, a lender who was going to host the week, the week later, host my uh, seminar, and an appraiser friend of mine who uh, just happened to be traveling with that lender. So the two of them got in together and, and put up 35000 and bought that and fixed it up. Okay. Let's look into getting a loan to purchase and then getting a construction loan. That's what we just did. Your best bet about to buy it all at once, all-inclusive home loan with the renovation money all in the same loan. So you're not paying points twice. You're paying them once. And uh, in this era of massive foreclosures, many of the homes have been trashed. I went into one home that was a beautiful home on the outside. We walked in, and turns out that the uh, people had been evicted, and, and they took out all the beautiful cabinets. Only thing is, the police showed up before they hauled them away. So all these cabinets were now stored in the garage. Uh, some were still in the house, but they'd all been ripped from the walls. And uh, You know, people, if you're being foreclosed on, that's a terrible thing. We may have a solution for you if you want to call 203k911.com or get on that uh, on that website and let us know the problem. Uh, we, we negotiate with banks all the time, every day. Uh, not so much every day anymore, but it used to be every day. Now we do it as we need to. You know, we've got, uh, we're looking for a couple of houses for some friends right now, people I just met. Um, I'm going to tell you a story. I think I've told it before, but in 1990, 1989, late 89, I met, uh, maybe it was early 1989, but a friend of mine had gone homeless and we put people in a, I bought three houses and gave them to him to house six homeless people in each house. Uh, I ran into one of those homeless people, saved my life a few years later uh, when I was being uh, accosted. Uh, somebody was trying to accost me at a house, a yeah, drug dealer. He thought I was a cop. And I was by myself, so he actually stepped in and saved my ass. The other guy, another guy in that first house, turned out to be a multimillionaire in 2014, 14 years later. 14 years after we met him, uh, he bought, he had purchased a lot of property the way I had shown him to do it, getting paid to take it. And it worked out really well for him. I was so proud of him and so happy for him. Uh, but anyway. Let's look at an owner-occupant buying a house that requires repairs. Lots of repairs or little repairs makes no difference. You know, realtors 
who shy away from the 203K for whatever reason, it's unfounded. The reason is unfounded. It, it's crazy, but uh, somebody heard of a problem with the 203K 40 years ago and just doesn't want to get involved with one because he heard of that problem. People, the 203K has been around since 1961. There were no consultants until 1994. When consultants came on the books, it's mostly those problems have been solved. Uh, we just had a lender who did her very first 203K, Gina, and it, she closed in 28 days. So unless you've got a great big bureaucracy telling you, trying to micromanage every little piece of the action, you should be able to close a 203K in the same length of time it takes to close a 203B. I told that to one lady in uh, South Carolina, Columbia, and she said, well, I closed 203Bs in 15 to 21 days. And I said, okay, if you follow my instructions, you can close 203Ks in that same period of time. And she said, what are your instructions? I said, race me to the finish line. Don't bug me. Don't call me. Let me do my work unobstructed, and on you do your work unobstructed. She closed her first full 203K in 21 days. And called me in, in awe. She says, why are people, why are lenders saying it takes 45 to 60 days? I said, because they won't follow instructions. It's that simple. If you get a team of quality people, a lender that knows what they're doing and can close a 203B, a 203K is exactly the same as a 203B, plus a construction component. The consultant does the construction components. Okay, it's that simple. So you concentrate on the 203B, have it all ready to close in two weeks, three weeks, just like you would normally. Some say they close 203Bs regularly in 35 days. Well, you can close 203K in 35 days. So, uh, all I'm saying is do your part, do your part well, do it fast, and let the team function. Uh, any borrower for an FHA product has to be a owner-occupant, no investors. But if you get to include the per you get to include the purchase price and the renovation costs all in the same time. It's one loan with both pieces in it. A 30-year fixed-rate loan with low interest and includes the renovation money, so your contractor doesn't have to worry about getting paid, and you don't have to worry about uh, having enough money to pay them. It's all sitting there. It's in the bank. It's already funded. Uh, unless you get a, con a homeowner that decides to make changes all the time. Consultants out there, I warn you, let your clients know they cannot make any changes. We put it right in the uh, contractor's line item 35 that no changes can be made without prior approval from the lender and the consultant. And we notify and the contractor signs right below that. So it's important, you know, we've got one right now that the homeowner decided to uh, add a fireplace and uh, there was something else he added, but these two items totaled uh, about 4000 bucks. 
and he didn't have four thousand bucks. This product, this project was right to the wall. It was going to need every penny we had. So what did they do? The lender hired this land gorilla. And land gorilla said, well, take it out of some other line items, and we can pay it. Well, the other line items would then suffer. But they worked for the lender, and the lender hired them to do their job, and they told that to the homeowner, and the homeowner did, in fact, give us a couple of line items that we could steal it from. I know we're going to have trouble paying those line items when it comes to time to do so. But Land Gorilla's happy. Yeah. Whoever Land Gorilla is. Anyway. So you got the homeowner. He's buying a house. Needs repairs. Uh, let's look at a second reason you might want that. As a realtor, have you ever had a an appraisal come in low? You got the deal all set up. You got it sold. Uh, you're just waiting for it to close so you can get your commissions. When all of a sudden the appraisal comes in five or ten percent low, now you've got options. You go back to the seller and say, "Can you drop ten percent more on the sales price?" And they look at you and start laughing. Say, no, we have five other offers sitting on the side, ready to pay us full price. Why would we do that? So, did you know that with a two hundred three k, even a limited two hundred three k, you can get a 10% adjustment to your appraised value. So if you have an appraised value that came in 10% low and you get a 10% bump on the appraisal just because it's a, a renovation loan, haven't you just fixed your problem and you didn't need to go back to any uh, previous seller's deal and change it and risk losing. Sometimes you guys say, hey, I want to reduce the price. And if they say no, they also say, deal's dead, we got another offer. So I recommend that you utilize that 203K feature. And it can be on the limited or the full. So you're covered either way. So let's uh, see where we are. Okay. The engineer says we got a little more time, so we're going to take advantage of that. The borrower must be an owner occupant. You know, we had uh, we'd done a single-family house for this nice young couple in Angwin, California, and. Angwin has got a big hospital, and he was a nurse there. And he got transferred. About a year or two later, he got transferred to Roseville, to another hospital, same hospital, just different branch. And he called me asking for the services again for on a duplex. He bought a duplex there. And HUD had actually let him buy a second FHA product and he, or a house, and he did not have to sell the first one. So he now had a tenant-occupied FHA loan with FHA's um, blessing, so to speak. So I thought that was pretty cool. So as long, if your business uh, transfers you out 
to another area, you may be able to keep that house and buy a new one under the FHA. So another thing is when you purchase a house, the lender makes a loan, they get a paid a commission for making the loan. And when they do that, uh, that commission, they lose it if, if they refinance too soon. So we don't want to do that. If you want to refinance within six months of a, if you can close a refinance within six months of the original loan, though, HUD will uh, allow you to use all the money you put down as money you put down now. So you'll only have to put a very small amount down for the construction costs. Okay. So anyway, call us at 888-627-6008, toll free, and be part of the show. We'll be right back after this short break, so stay tuned. We've been looking for a home in a great neighborhood, but they're all too small. Then we heard about the FHA 203K loan program, where we can add a room or two when we purchase and get a single loan to cover both the purchase and the room addition. What a great idea. Hey, welcome back. Call 888-627-6008 and be part of the show. We appreciate it, and you don't have to listen to my monotonous voice 100% of the time. I know, I don't have one. <laughs> I enjoy talking. I'm deaf, so I enjoy talking more than listening. Ever since the machine guns and helicopters took away my hearing to the extent that it did. So attention realtors, let's see, attention realtors, let's get into this. I've said this many times, and I continue to, to say this, that every house sold should be a renovation project, should be a renovation loan, should be a loan that includes some renovation. Uh, now, if you've got all that money and you don't need help with any repairs that you may want to make, then maybe not. But, uh, And then I have people say, well, I do an FHA loan, except the loan amounts are not enough for our area. I mean, San Francisco Bay Area, San Francisco itself now, you can't hardly buy a house for less than a 1.5 million, uh, and that's out of the reach of many people, not the dot-comers. I mean, all the people involved in that business is, are making more money. They don't have the same concept of uh, money as a lot of us do. But yeah, nevertheless, we have renovation loans like the 203K, like the home style, that go all the way up to $3 million dollars. So if you're purchasing a house for a million dollars and you want to put 500000 into it, that's well within the $3 million. So don't tell me that your your area is too expensive. I noticed a friend of mine, Garrett Feist, uh, posted something the other day that said in these houses that have been uh, knocked to the ground by hurricane or whatever, both Hurricane Sandy and 
I don't know, Hugo, I don't know who else, maybe this most recent one that's just going on, Dorian. But if that house is cleared to the ground and all you're left with is a, is a slab and you want to rebuild on that slab, but now the rules have changed, like Ocean County, New Jersey, the rules have changed. You have to put these houses on stilts. Well, you could use the original foundation, even if it was a slab. And you can put posts and build a, the living area above the flood line, the flood plain. All this is possible with a renovation loan. And with these loans that go over $3 million, you can build some pretty nice homes for $3 million bucks. Okay, that's the loan amount. So the house is probably going to be a $4 million house, considering 25% down. But if you can afford a $4 million house, you can probably afford the down payment. So, But those those are all 203Ks. They, I mean, you know, for houses that are within the 203K limits. Uh, I'm, I'm seriously thinking of getting out there because I hear the Sandy hasn't recovered. Ocean County hasn't fully recovered from that problem. Um, I think Garrett's doing northern Florida right now, doing some stuff there. Um, it'll get me to the East Coast. I think we're going to buy a, a second home in Savannah. I just love that name ever since I heard it, ever since I met someone from Savannah. I fell in love with the name Savannah. Anyway. When you purchase a home that has new carpeting, what are they covering up? I mean, if they've done it right, they cleaned all the floors, they got rid of all the dog messes that might have gone in the carpet unknown on to the uh, owners. They pull the old carpet up and they see all the stains and everything, and then they just cover it up with a new pad and some new carpet, and a year later that smell starts coming through. I personally like to put new carpet in a house. Uh, we bought a brand new house uh, years ago, 2005 maybe, I'm, I'm not sure. Brand new house, might have been before that even. And when I went to take possession, they wanted me to take my shoes off before I walked in the house. So I said, it's my house, I'm buying the dang house. They said, sir, but it's our house now, please take your shoes off. So I took my shoes off and I stepped on the carpet. And I stepped off the carpet. I went over to the corner and I jerked the corner up and peeled it back. And then I stepped on the pad. And that's when the spikes went through my feet and bloodied the pad. So I stepped back outside and put my shoes on, my bloody feet, bloody socks, and put my shoes on. And I said, you people didn't even sweep the floors before you put this pad down. Oh, I'm sure we did was their answer, but in fact, uh, I got to looking at it, and when they made that rebond, uh, supposedly rebond uh, pad, it wasn't. They, many of the crystals had not exploded and become foam. They were still plastic. And that's why I specified a rebond pad, a pad that was already made and chopped up and put back together. I want that rebond for a reason. HUD requires rebond pad. They don't want to see that little waffle pattern. Uh, in this particular case, uh, they were shocked to see that the house couldn't be sold that day. We couldn't take possession and wouldn't take possession because of it. 
I had tried to get them to let me upgrade the carpet. And we had 3,400 square feet, uh, seven bedrooms, five baths. Gee, there was even the hall bath was a full bath. Interesting. Anyway, uh, the family room was 15 by 45, you know, the party room. And I was going to put tile in there, but they wouldn't let me do anything. They put carpet in it. They would only give me a $100 credit, $100 credit for 3,500 square feet of floor coverings. And I said, well, install them then. So they, they ripped out all that carpet, put all new pad in, verified that it was good quality rebond like I specified in the first place. Uh, and then they laid the carpet back and then called me back out for another visit. And I had about, I don't know, 10 or 15 guys with me. We got there, walked in, and we accepted the house. And the guy says, oh, these are your movers going to move in? I said, no, these are the carpet layers. They're going to rip up the carpet in this house. That cheap crap you sold us. Well, I shouldn't say that because I gave it away. I <laughs> I gave uh, some of it to a family member, and I gave some of it to a house. I put some of it in a house we were renovating at the time. Uh, anyway, and we put in the tile flooring in the family room, uh, great room, and also uh, had the painters come in and start painting the ceiling in the living room. It was a 14-foot ceiling, and we painted it like a sky with a ominous sky over the front door and uh, beautiful uh, just clouds and, and blue sky, and then it was in to the corner by the dining room where the sky turned to a sunset colors and matched our our uh, dining room set. So, but we have we have we had fun with it. The uh, company that sold us the house was kind of embarrassed. But can you believe they would only credit one hundred dollars for the carpeting? I might have upgraded with them, but. I was able to put all that carpeting and everything in for much less, about 20% of the cost they would have charged to do the same job. So, anyway, let's see. Yeah, when you buy a new house, I personally like to replace the carpet myself. I don't want, if there's new carpet down there, I want to know what's under it. So I might have my carpet layers come and just peel back in the corners and see just what I'm dealing with. If it looks good, then put it back, and we'll we'll go from there. But our carpet layers, they do so much work for us. They don't mind doing a favor now and then. Um, so. Anyway, what kind of repairs can you make with a renovation loan? Anything. You can do a room addition. Add a new room. Add a master suite. Add... A second story. There's so many things. Any kind of remodeling or updating of existing kitchens and bathrooms. Uh, you can tear some walls out and open it up. I mean, that seems to be the biggest thing going right now is to, when you walk into a little alcove, knock some walls out. You know, you got some engineering, but that's all built into the construction costs. You can add a detached garage or an attached garage. Uh, any kind of modernizing the home, put new doors, windows, open walls, make a great room, replace the roof, add a pool or repair a pool. FHA will let you repair an existing pool, but Fannie Mae will let you build a new pool. 
if that's what you want to do. Any of these things can be done with a renovation loan. The key is that you can sell every house you show if you merely show the prospect a home in the area they want to live in, make a list of the items missing that they would they would take to make this their dream home. So they've said they wanted a four-bedroom, two-bath house, and you show them this three-bedroom, two-bath house, but it's where they wanted to live, and the MLS says there's no more there's no more availability of what they really want. So let's add a room. Let's make it a four-bedroom. Let's add an upstairs master suite. But, you know, the loan closes ASP, the ASAP, and the work begins after the loan is closed, after the realtor takes their commission, after the lender gets their commission. Everybody's paid, and then the work starts. Why not make the client happy by giving them everything they wanted? Everything they wanted. How cool is that? And some of it's going to be brand spanking new. So, anyway, um, don't you love it when you make a phone call and the people on the other end say, hello, uh, press one for English, press two for Spanish. Why in the world do you have to press anything for English? Press one for Spanish or stay, stay tuned and we'll, we'll put you right through to your English-speaking people. But we have a 203K pamphlet that HUD created in Spanish long time ago. And so it still has the investor's information in it. But uh, if you go to our website, 203konline.com, scroll way down to the handy PDF files, you can get a copy of that uh, 203K pamphlet in Spanish. I have a Hispanic lender, been a friend of mine, uh, God, now 35 years. Wow. About 35 years. Anyway, uh, Ricardo Ramos. Ricardo uh, invited me once to sit in on a, a 203K seminar he was providing or putting out to people. And I got in there, and I know what the seminar is like. I know what he's saying. But everything, 100% of this thing was in Spanish. And then he introduced me at the end. This is our appraiser. This is our 203K consultant, uh, Mike Young. Mike, would you like to say a few words? And I was kind of dumbfounded. I uh, see. <laughs> but uh, he said, they all speak English, too. You can speak English. Oh, my God. But it was fun hearing it in another language. Uh, and I do speak some Spanish, but, uh, you know, don't estado I had to learn that for obvious reasons, but. Anyway, uh, we're going to take our final break and be back with you in a minute. So call us at 888-627-6008 and be part of the show. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. We found the perfect house, but there's been no updating it for many years. Then we heard about the FHA 203K, where we can buy that home and get the money to fix it up all in one low interest rate loan. What a great idea. 
a great idea. Yes, it is. We're back now. Call us at 888-627-6008. Toll free if you want to be part of the show. You got a question? Uh, realtors, selling commercial properties. How would you like to sell commercial properties with only a 3.5% down payment? You know, right now you're, you're taking, what, 35 40% down payment on a commercial building. How many of those could you sell if you only had to have 3.5% down payment? Uh-huh. Well, call us and ask us. We'll tell you. Um, but realtors specializing in commercial properties, listen up. Stop telling everyone to stay away from the FHA 203K. Stop saying it takes forever to close. It doesn't. That just means you're misinformed or you're using the wrong lender. Most lenders can close these in about 30 days, and once in a while you get some lenders that can close them in 28 days or less. You may be living in the past for whatever reason, but get up, learn about this product, and sell commercial buildings for 3.5% down. 3.5% down. Commercial buildings are in every downtown of every city in America. Mixed-use buildings. Yeah, you can't buy a straight commercial building for 3.5% down. So you add the required amount of residential use to that building. So if you've got a two-story building or a three-story building and it's commercial, take the two- and three-story, the second- and third-story, and make the work that you're going to be doing to that house, turn that into residential units. La-di-da. And you can sell it for 3.5% down. The, bar, the buyer has to live in one of those units. You know, we did a store uh, years ago in San Francisco on 3rd Street, and the guy had uh, inherited the, house, the building he had his grocery store downstairs. It was, a, I think it was an East Indian grocery store. He was East Indian. And what he did was um, he inherited this building, and he was getting older. He, his uh, nephew or cousin, I, or I think it was a cousin, tried to buy, wanted to buy the grocery store business from him. But he said, I, I can't. I, I don't know what to say. I I need to work until I die. Uh, he called us up, and we came out and looked at the building for him. He had a second and third story. Well, the second story we built, or he had built a, maybe it was four stories, because it seems to me we were able to get two four-bedroom units in that second story, and maybe it was just three stories, because the, sec the third one we put in a studio for him and a four-bedroom or five-bedroom unit right next to his. And when I came down, finished the analysis, came down, I said, it looks like your income right now, back then, would have been about, I think, $6,000 a month of positive cash flow just on the buildings, not counting the money that he would get on the store if he chose to rent it out. The man came to tears. He said, I never thought in my life that I would be able to retire. And he was living in Colma, which I didn't know anybody lived in Colma. Colma is 
uh, has more graves and graveyards there than than any other city in the world, I think. But anyway, in any case, what we did was uh, showed him how he could renovate that building, have enough money to live on today. Those rents on those units would have brought him in something like uh, $20,000 a month, fifteen dollars to $20,000 a month. So his income would have increased as the rents increased in that area. That is phenomenal. But he told me, he said he was going to go ahead and sell the store to his relative and, or rent the store to his building for 1500 a month. And then he would be there in case they wanted to go shopping. He could come down and watch the store for a while while they picked up groceries and supplies for their store. But I'm telling you, for 3.5% down, that's such a deal. Uh, we did another one in Berkeley, California years ago. I think it was right on uh, Martin Luther King and Ashby. And this one, he had a store down below. He was running it. And he had empty residential units above that he never thought to fix up and rent out until he heard about the 203K loan program. Uh, by the way, it's not a loan program. 203K is a loan guarantee program where they guarantee the lender that if they write, underwrite this, prod, this project under the guidelines, then they will purchase it back and take it off the lender's hands should it go into default. We've been looking for a home in a great neighborhood, but they're all too small. Then we heard about the FHA 203K loan program, where we can add a room or two when we purchase and get a single loan to cover both the purchase and the room addition. What a great idea. I was listening to a radio show last uh, one Saturday, not not recently, but uh, it was a Vitek mortgage fella and a, a knowledgeable moderator. I I was fascinated at what they were saying because they both seemed very knowledgeable. And Vitek does a lot of limited 203Ks, you know, the not the standards. I don't know if they ever got into the standards or not. But they had a house that he bought for five hundred thousand, and now the market had dropped. And it was only worth three fifty, they thought. Uh, but when the offer, the only offer came in at three hundred, they had to rethink this. So they they talked the lender into taking a short sale at three fifty, and then they went back to the lender and said, "Look, we had to drop it to three hundred. That's our only offer." They agreed. Everything went smoothly. The appraiser, as it was explained, had to consider all the sales in the neighborhood regardless of how they sold, even the foreclosures. Well, that's true if, there's, if it's only foreclosures, but I believe that he could have, if he had enough arms-length transactions, he probably could have brought it in better. But that's not where I'm going with this. The conversation went on to say this was a short sale. Now they're going back to the bank again with this new number. Well, they didn't need to because it came in about 10% low. So 10%... Of three hundred thousand is thirty thousand dollars. 
Now, 10% of 270 is 27,000. So they could have got a bump of 10% just because it's a renovation loan with FHA. And they would have only had to come up with a few thousand more or ask the seller to drop the price by two or $3,000 to help them meet that. At that point, I wouldn't lose the deal over it or go back, try to get anybody to reduce their prices any great deal, but they could certainly drop it $1,000 and keep the deal together. The realtors might even join in and each pitch in $500 and keep the deal together so they can get their commissions. But it's a little-known feature, the 203K, and it works with limited and full or standard 203K loans. This is the reason we put on training sessions all over the area, all over the United States. So please, if you don't know about the 203K loan program, it can be a very powerful tool to keep your deals from falling apart. You know, there's a lot of news today about the economy and, and is it are we going into a recession? One station, yes, we're going into a recession. Well, they're hoping anything uh, to bring the president in a bad light, but there's no recession uh, coming, I don't think. But in any case, as it comes, if it comes, there's going to be foreclosures again, and this could be a very good addition to your business. So help is just around the corner. I hope someone involved with the transaction uh, could tell the seller about this program because the lender should already know about it. Uh, Vitek should know about it. The realtors should all know about it. Um, otherwise, you know, why are they in business? So, anyway, I think we're just about out of time. I see Doug over there waving in the window. Um, so thank you for joining us today. We appreciate it. Join us next week, Sunday, between 1 and 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. This broadcast is coming to you from our new Las Vegas, Nevada office. That's not new anymore. I could scratch that word on. Uh, we've been here now for, what, a year and a half. So, anyway, we look forward to seeing you next time. Please bring your questions and plan on calling in. In the meantime, may God bless you. Tune in every Sunday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time to BBS Radio Station 1 and learn more about making home renovations possible, profitable, and hassle-free. Isn't it time you learned how to make money doing something you love? Visit 203konline.com now and let's get your home makeover projects done right. <laughs>